Hello. How are we? How are we in this madness of a time? Like this is a story for the industrial history books. How are we getting on? Are we bored? Are we all in quarantine? It's it's pretty hectic. These are very strange times at the moment. I hope everybody's safe. I'm in quarantine myself now. I'm not at work. I'm at home, in my room, talking into my phone. I'm keeping myself busy. I'm, I'm quite a busy person anyway. I work, well I say I work, I like to do my little things like my podcast. So it's given me time to do that. So, hello, how are we? Here we are. Just to point out before we start, it was the first time I was doing a phone interview. So the way the Anchor app works is you press record and then you invite your friend, you send them a link, and then they're on loudspeaker, and then you have a phone phone call and a conversation. I think the way it works is because they're on loudspeaker, they're a bit louder. I was still experimenting with the microphone because usually when I rec- like when I'm recording now, I've got an extension mic attached to my phone while when I was on the phone I didn't I just had the regular mic so I'm still experimenting with that because when you're on the phone to them they're on loudspeaker so it's quite loud in your ear so I took a bit of distance but we're still playing we're still we're still finding out how to how to do this how to run a podcast with no equipment you know, you see like Joe Rogan, he always has those earphones on. No, it's just me talking away into my phone. So I've got a really, really great episode today. Really, I'm really happy with this. This is my first guest, my first proper guest, not Winnie the Pooh. No, he's not on it today. It is my one of my best friends, Josh Garwood. And Josh and I met when I was living in London in Hiraj. In that lovely posh shop, we were both agency workers, which gave us flexible, flexible working hours that if we ever had an audition, we could just pop off and do that, which was fantastic. And um, as soon as we met, Josh and I hit it off. Then we actually got cast in the same short film. I was playing his body double because it was a time-traveling film, so... He was travelling back in time to, like, try and give his younger self a note in the film to not go out with his ex-girlfriend because she broke his heart. So I was in the background wearing a Josh wig to... while he was, like, the cameras focused on him. So that's how we... That's how we really hit it off. But, uh, yeah, he's my bro. He's my... He's my homie. He's... Because Josh is an actor and he does stand-up as well... He's in my circle. He's in He's in my circle of criticism. He'll tell me if something's bad, if something's good. You know when you just write a bit of stand-up or something, you're like, I need somebody to try this out. Josh is always the first person I go to, so So I'm I'm delighted and honored to have him as my first guest. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking now. I'm gonna let you listen to our to our great conversation. I hope you enjoy. Thank you very much. 
Hello, Josh Gerwood. Hey, Jack Hello. Mr. Jeff. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? How is your uh, quarantine? The, qu- the quarantine is, uh, is just starting to sink in now, really, because um, I'm in London, uh, obviously, and yesterday, basically, they announced that everywhere was shut. So all the yeah. bars, all the restaurants, um, schools are closed now. And um, yeah, and, and the big one was my kickboxing dojo, which you used to go to. Um, yes, now- I did. Yeah, it's now closed, man. Um, so no more, no more punching and kicking things. For... No. Welcome to reality. You're li- literally a week behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> be at the party. I um, I actually. So just as everything was shutting down, me and my girlfriend, who I live with, we went to Argos, and I panic bought some focus pads. Or for training, is it? Yeah. So, like, I I guess for anyone who doesn't know, focus pads are like it's like a glove with a a big pad on it for punching and kicking. So yeah, because I was like, I was like, I know the dojo is gonna close, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I've got these pads so I can still train. And then it was only when (laughs) it was only when I got home that I realized that like the only person who I could actually train with is my girlfriend who is like a tiny, tiny little Asian girl who doesn't know anything about punching. Who's very passive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was, you know, I'm used to training with these, like, big blows. Fucking machines. And <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. screaming at you, like, come on! Yeah, come on, push it harder! And uh, if anything, your, your girlfriend would be like, no, Josh, I don't like when you get violent. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And now, and, um, and yeah, it's... Uh, the, the motivation what, to punch see, and kick is, is what dead. you need to do is you need to piss her off you need to get her angry and then she goes oh you want to train i'll train you <laughs> that would be so if we got to like a stage of just synchronicity where as soon as we're both pissed off at each other without a word we just go pick up the kickbox and stuff and, and start. she just goes one two one two <laughs> can you imagine Upper hook right. That's yeah. it. Work it. Work it. Left. <laughs> roundhouse kick. Yeah. Double roundhouse kick. I never liked your mum. <laughs> Three punches. Go. That's it. Yeah. You snore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's been we're, a couple's we're... therapy anyway for you in isolation. Basically, yeah. So, um, so we've got that, but it's it's just starting to sink in now because obviously the weekend is when we normally would be out and about doing yeah. things it's funny how you mentioned like fitness because even myself i've been like trying to get fitness apps i'm so lucky that i'm actually in a room that's that's got a little bit of space to kind of do a few jumping jacks and some oh jumps. yeah that's i mean that's that's huge so you've, you've got a bit of space to kind of i've got a small bit of space to get sweaty good good that's how i'm surviving this yeah, because I just think that there must be so many people who are just stuck in, you know, tiny little rooms, especially all over London. With, yeah. with can't especially get... those those people obsessed with the gains. You know, they're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. The guys who go to the gym twice a day. I bet they're like, oh no, my gains. Well, I was just thinking, you know, you go to the shops now, and there's like nothing in the meat aisle. There's like no, if you you know, if you want a bunch of chicken. There's, there's like no food. And I was like, well, that's fine. I can kind of exist on relatively small amounts. But um, 
but yeah, what about the people that are like, I'm all about those gains, man. Yeah. All about the gains. But what I laugh is the gluten-free stuff is still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People are like, I'd rather starve. I'd, yeah, vegan, uh, vegan cauliflower hash brown. No, thank you. Yeah, I remember my first girlfriend was vegetarian, so she used to make lasagna from corn, and I was like, this is terrible. This is dreadful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Those guys are kind of already living in the apocalypse. Really, they're uh, yeah. They're ahead of us. When we start having to like eat eat weeds out of the pavement, <laughs> they'd be like, "I've been doing this shit for years." Yeah, they'll be like, "Welcome to the club." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. What's what's in the background? I can hear some music. Oh, that's uh, that's my girlfriend. She's taking Crying. this opportunity to. <laughs> to, no, it's can you not hear it? It's that's um she's got her violin out and she's uh I think she's kind of practicing. No, it sounds good. It's funny because I I'm you, uh, practicing guitar. I think I've only started getting good now. But like my old housemate learned that when you learn an instrument, you're literally making crap noises for maybe a year, a year and a half, just and you have to learn how to put them in the right order to sound nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, like, um, and then some for some instruments, it's kind of easier, like different parts are easier. Like, so for a piano, you just press the key and it makes like a nice noise. But um, with uh, with stuff like violin and, and I guess guitar as well, if you're trying to do bar chords, you get that like you get like the, the music. Like the... Yeah, and just... Um, you you have to have very very patient yeah. people <laughs> in exactly. your life. Like I, I'd love an electric guitar that you can like plug in earphones and just listen. It doesn't make much noise. Yeah, for yourself, as opposed to other people. That stuff's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like like if yeah if you could get it, then that would be the perfect solution. Because like learning the learning an instrument's a little bit like. It's like smelling your own farts. You know what they say about that? Like you hate everyone else's, but you like the smell of it's your like own. It's like when you see couples kissing in public, you're like, that is disgusting. But then when you do it, it's fine. Yeah. You're like, oh, we're such goals. Such couples goals. We are so cute together. And then you see them like sickening. Yeah. I think I my theory is that that kind of, that whole culture of, uh, of goals and shit is just going to explode now that everyone's stuck inside because everyone is going to be trying to trying to like show how wholesome and like wonderful their relationship yeah, see, I is not to, i do the opposite i show oh, how just awful my relationship is how my girlfriend i'm probably the biggest mistake of her life yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and you wanna and you wanna make sure that the world yeah, exactly. knows like that, she, right? She's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so how do you how do you do that? Do you like do you both pose together with her looking fed up of no. you and you sort of halfway I through tried, a joke? No, it's or... so funny, right? When we're taking photos, she always wants nice ones of us smiling, which is fair enough. But I can't not do a face where I'm like looking miserable because then it's funny. Like she's happy, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> close to crying she's like stop so you're, yeah you're you're just you're just kind of photo bombing your own relationship but then that makes me laugh and we get those we get the photos the money shots that she wants in the end uh she gets what she wants i, I it is just so funny i think i think 
I don't know if this is a like a sweeping statement, but I think girls are definitely more focused on kind of showing off how good the relationship is. Yeah, like that's you that's how like when they go around to their girlfriend's houses and they're like, "Oh my god, you never guessed what my boyfriend did for me. He bought me this." That's what they do. Literally, there's so much. There's so much comparing that goes on between between um, girl between like a, like a friendship group. Uh, between girls is it's it's not quite a friendship group it's more like a like a kind of loose connection of people pretending that they like each other but all trying to yeah. one-up each other that's um yeah that I was talking to um my girlfriend the other day actually about this and saying that I feel like competition means something very different to guys than because on the flip girls. side if a lad starts talking about his girlfriend too much they start taking the piss out of him yeah yeah there's almost like a there's almost like an inbuilt like um like a kind of uh circuit breaker with guys where like if you're talking too much about them it's like okay come on come on mate there's be like oh uh, myself and rowena oh rowena is it (laughs) oh he's talking about rowena again you love her do yeah you big fool yeah <laughs> but then with but then with girls it's kind of like they almost encourage it you know they're almost Aww. like oh my god you guys are so cute i just think that's so well i just i just wish that hector yeah. would do something like that and then they and then and there it's all nice they're like oh don't worry he will and then she fucking goes home to hector and he's been having a really nice day up until <laughs> that point and all of a sudden there's there's like you know you know you know sharon's boyfriend took it took her to <laughs> to uh, paris the other day oh yeah but he's a big job yeah (laughs) no but then on the flip side do you find yourself judging other couples you and the girlfriend yeah like oh my god i cannot (laughs) believe the way she talks to him oh that wouldn't be us babe we're perfect yeah yeah i always um I, I always hate when when you get couples who start developing their own like sort of weird baby accent with each other when they start, when, when they start whispering ever... to each other and they're yeah. around people yeah yeah or they kind of have like a secret kind of uh, or the, you know they 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 start using pet names in public that's that's yeah. what gets me they're like oh sh- schnookums. Oh, did you do? Would you like some more pasta, Snookums? And everyone else is there, like you know. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that's now. I say this, but again, it's the whole, you know, hypocrite thing. Where because I've got, we've got a bit of Spanish in the relationship. You know, she calls me Mm, Guapo. Yeah, call it Guapa. Okay. Well, that's I. You know, I think that's that's an actual language. So I would say that. (laughs) <laughs> I would say that's fine. I think that's uh I I like the fact that you've that her Spanishness has sort of taken the dominant role rather than your Irishness. Yeah. You know? What would you what would you call her if I could if... yeah, I say I don't even know much Irish. <laughs> I don't even know enough to, what? to be like, oh it's Mark Lummy Banya. <laughs> I've just said, Oh, I yeah, like that... my milk. <laughs> I don't know enough. That's 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 kinky, yeah. but not uh, yeah, I'm not like conventionally. I'm my brain for Irish words that I remember from school, like 
my little pan koga. <laughs> what? What's <Pancake>. pan koga? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, also, well, Irish people around would be like, "That is disgusting." <laughs> they were like, "That's that's yeah." Get out. <laughs> Dirty bollocks, yeah. I think it's also an Irish thing to uh, we nag. Like it's in our culture because we just can't. We're not confident enough to express it right, so we just insult each other. Yeah, yeah that that kind of insecurity. Dirty, Come here to me now before I clobber you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. um yeah that's uh, it's probably best I think guapa is probably better than uh, <laughs> yeah yeah filthy milkmaid like, very very New York that's exactly how Irish people express their love you know yeah is that most people think they're in like a a really bad relationship no. but that is that just is that just a loving yeah. interchange between two Irish like, people goes, Merry Christmas you arsehole thank God it's our last I'm like oh that's so romantic. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that really, that I really wish gets my you, girlfriend said that to me. <laughs> that she wishes it was the uh, the last yeah, Christmas. She, she definitely does know. Because uh... <laughs> it's funny, my, my family make jokes as well. They're always saying like, "Jesus, Rosa, how do you just stick that lad? Oh God, you should leave him." And I'm I'm like, if anything, encouraging her. Like, yeah, you could get such a better boyfriend. And she's like, but obviously she knows it's a joke, and so she's like, ah. <laughs> Oh God! Let's hope. Let's hope she uh, always, yes. <laughs> always sort of knows that it's still a joke. With you bombing the the Instagram and um, making her feed look like she's uh, she's got you captured or something. Exactly. <laughs> no, we only we like to mess. We're only joking. Yeah. If you think I'm yeah. bad, you see my cousin and her boyfriend. They they full on joke fight. He and he because he says the worst stuff. He'd be saying stuff and she'd be like Michael shut up oh wow yeah so they they get well there is there is a kind of bickering that um my parents definitely do this where it, it's kind of like when they've been together for so long that bickering does become the way of showing love yeah. if you know what I mean in a nice way like my parents are very happy together but um yeah the, it, you know it's because it's they both know what the other one's mistakes tend right. to be you know like my mum would be like, David, I told you to chop the carrots from the bottom. And he'd be like, oh, well, well that is the bottom. <laughs> She'd be like, the bottom, the bottom is the one with, oh, this was a, this was a big one, actually. Um, so this split my entire family last Christmas. All right, um, bit of, bit of right. family drama. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can remember it right. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so they were making Christmas dinner. All right, my mum right. chooses okay. to delegate a task to my dad. She gives him the carrots or turnips, or um, I think it was carrots. And she says, I want you to chop off the bottoms and then give them a wash, okay? So um, so I heard that 10 minutes later, we're all sort of milling around the kitchen and my mum picks up the carrots and uh, my dad's name is David. She goes, David, what is this? And he's like, what? Uh, I, I don't know. And she's like, she's like, what did I tell you to do? And he's like, well, you said chop off the bottoms of the carrots. And she's like, well, what is it? She picks up these carrots, right? And it's like a whole bushel of carrots with all the green, you know, the green yeah. leaves hanging hanging down. And um, and all of the tips have been cut off. So it was the other way around. Yeah. 
I, and and um and then this huge and then literally uh, the the whole family split apart like my mom was getting really angry because i think we were behind on schedule or something um, christmas dinner as well like you know yeah there's, there's the pressure and um yeah and 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 none of us could agree whether i mean we we all knew that he he like that's obviously not what she meant but my dad being a a scientist was uh you know he was like well when they're in the ground they're they're like tipped down oh, yeah. so that is the bottom. oh yeah yeah do you know what it, yeah so that was the thing and it's like yeah you i guess you're technically right kind of like um, um, ron burgundy you know you, you, if you tell him one thing he'll do it if you put it on the prompter he's going to say it so yeah, yeah, literally. Oh, yeah, um, right. And I, I feel like that's uh, that's a classic husband move. Is you just you just do what you're literally told, and then and blame her. Uh, yeah, even though it's kind of your lack of common sense that's that's created. Yeah, I do that at work as well. I just don't use my. No, I don't. You just bring down the system. Yeah. I just realized we haven't given you an introduction. People don't know who you are. Right. Yes. You're okay. A stranger so, who critiques relationship with us. Yeah. So my so my name is Josh Garwood. Um, I grew up in Yorkshire. Moved down to London to go to drama school. Uh, when I was Where'd eighteen, I went to Mount View oh, yeah. in was in North London. It's now moved. That's um, it. I haven't been, haven't, yeah. Yeah. They've 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 moved to a much nicer one. Just just after I left, which I know because uh, I'm in Dartmouth arts educational and they've just done up, yeah. up the whole place again i'm like fucking oh it's, it's not okay. it's not fair is it the, the younger the younger kids always always get better stuff anyway so um, so i graduated from drama school and then basically kind of uh started living as an out of work actor in london like so many hundreds and thousands of people yeah. preach um but preach my brother preach yeah yeah, well, that's where you and me met um, in a very big posh department store in Knightsbridge. Yep. Uh, just spraying perfume, spraying living the, the smelly living, water. Spraying the smelly water, yeah. And and so um, so since then, I've kind of moved up in the job market slightly. I've got a, a much easier sort of officey, part timey job that I'm actually working from home now that we're in the the quarantine um and until recently i was doing quite a bit of stand-up around uh around london London circuit mate i did yeah i did did um did one set in dublin when i came to see you You did yeah um and uh and then yeah haven't really done too much comedy this year but um there's not a lot of comedy happening i know all (laughs) the comedians on facebook now are going mad they're all doing live videos they're all doing um, like, yeah, videos in their kitchen, and yeah. no one's laughing because obviously, no one's there. I, I, and have, we... I haven't done a live video yet, but you have to have a lot of balls. You gotta have your stuff set up. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know that someone somewhere is laughing. Otherwise, that silence is um, is uh, is is crippling. I re- I remember actually, I was so I think the last bit of comedy. I did was probably around December. And um, one of the things that I was just starting to get better at was I had this really bad habit of as soon as I would uh, deliver a punchline, I would, um, I, I, I would always like 
bend forwards slightly. Like I would, so I would like da, 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 say the thing. And then I would like kind of, kind of like curl in on myself and wait until there was like laughter. And then I would like kind of stand up again. It was like a subconscious thing yeah. that, uh, that I, I, I was really trying to Maybe force myself. Like a not coping mechanism. Yeah. Well, I think it's just, it's so, especially when you're kind of starting out, it's so difficult to just let it hang. Cause you know, not everyone laughs straight away. Sometimes there's like a beat and then people laugh yeah. and then more people laugh. But um, yeah, you got it. You really got to like keep the, keep the form. Well, you know? well, what I, what I do anyway, I always remind myself, especially in that moment that if they are still engaged, that you haven't lost them. If yes. They're still looking yeah. up at you and you can see in their eyes that they're engaged and they're listening to you that just because they're not laughing doesn't mean that you're not winning. That's true. They say if you can't be funny, at least be interesting. Yeah. But um how many ta- like the but it still it still kind of hurts <laughs> when you I know, um, yeah. When, when you say something you think is really funny, like you did a duh, psh, and you say it and they're just looking at you, even if they are wide eyed and smiling, just like taking it in as fact. And all you hear is and, kind of like a, a chuck like a hmm. Yeah, and you're like, ah, oh, re- that really sounded a lot funnier in my head. Um, like like someone like Stuart Lee, I love Stuart Lee, but he's not laugh out loud funny. He's not LOL. So I'm not like, ah! yeah. but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's so clever. Oh, way- Stuart, that's so clever. But in, I'm not laughing. Really? I, yeah. I, I, see, I, I think a lot of the stuff that he does where he's like, getting quite awkward and and getting quite like frustrated with the crowd it's a very kind of like is is that is that awkward tense laughter that's yeah. slowly building inside you but, um, but i'm not like yeah i'm not howling at the moon laughing. no i'm, I'm just kind of like oh but i'm still having it's a great time so say that again. I'm still having a great time. I'm still enjoying. Yeah, the yeah. Well, yeah, you are. Like Stuart Lee is just—he's so good to watch because he—he—he um, he has this. I find he has this really nice mix of um, very, very sophisticated, clever, ironic, twisted on its head comedy, just like you were saying. Yeah. And then he'll—he'll he'll just intersperse it with something so ridiculously childish that you know he'll make like a poo joke or yeah. a fart. <laughs> or or something and he's making fun of the audience for finding it funny but like you you just you can't you can't help but burst out laughing i I love his character he's like this bitter (laughs) middle-aged kind of kind of left wing but kind i don't know he's kind of in the middle and he just criticizes everybody well i think i think it's probably um it's an interesting progression that people tend to go through that uh you tend to be more left leaning when you're younger. Um, so you tend to get, so, so for example, one of the, for the, um, th- there was lots of stuff going around during our general elections about how, oh, if, if 15 year olds and 16 year olds and 17 year olds were allowed to vote, this is how the country would look now. And it's like all labor. And, um, and the, there was lots of stuff saying that, all the older people vote Tory and the younger people vote Labour, but it, it is actually a um, a fact. Well, I think I, I don't know if it's a fact, but it's but it's um, it probably is a fact, but I can't prove it. That um, people people start out quite left leaning, and then kind of as you move forward in life, you tend to become more yeah. I was I was very left when I was in drama school, 
but now yeah, I, I'm I'm really in the middle. Yeah, I think once once you start earning a bit of money, and then you're like, oh, taxes. You're like, oh, like stuff comes from taxes. Yeah, we pay them now, and I have other stuff I want to pay for, like rent and food, and like maybe some wine. And then you're like, ah, maybe yeah, may, like maybe I want to keep some of that. You know, and then, and I think, I think for someone as well, for someone who like was so invested in that kind of, if if you if you really tied your identity to your political view, which some people like do, other people aren't that fussed. But I think if if you really really see yourself as as that side of the line, very left leaning, and then you start to begin moving to the center, I think it can cause like quite a lot of. Um, I think people get quite confused um about how they sort of feel i think that's that's another thing that Stuart Lee kind of represents i think that's another reason why i like it. another another sort of like clever level i'm listening to a great podcast called yeah Conlon's kicks and he does a half an hour podcast and he literally every party anyone in politics no one is safe they get the piss taken out of them and it is hilarious he just rips into them but he does impressions of them so like even nice. like we've got okay. the left party Sinn Féin over here the right party Fine Gael nobody's safe like he just does impressions of everybody he calls them out and everything yeah that's, well, that's how it, it should be like, really even, like because they say like Sinn Féin they have connections with the IRA and now with the virus he was saying she was like I don't want to tell Mary Lou to put on a mask because I'd be afraid which one she'd pick like really so no one says it's very in the middle I was I was wondering actually how um, because we we're we're not really hearing too much about like how the virus is affecting other countries I mean like we hear like the numbers like how many cases and how many deaths but we're, we're not really hearing like like how people feel about it or how people like who's blaming what on it and do you, um, hear, like, do you know Trump what i mean the so- chinese virus and they were like mr president why are you calling it the chinese virus and it goes well that could came from china yeah yeah i think i think we need yeah. to be really careful That's- about that because yeah because it's i mean it's like yeah. all right all right all right mate all right trump the thing is, he's always he's always China. had a, a grudge. Yeah, he's uh, he's always been um, kind of butting up against against them um, with the trade wars and you know um, the the you the know economy. the economy and and, what, tremendous. and all the, uh, the the things. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, yeah, uh, that he's. I think one thing that's a dumb well thing is- to say. He is 73, I think I googled there the last day. He's so like... Whoa, is he? He's, he's got that ageism as well. That You know, my granddad would say a few things. I'd be like, oh, granddad, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. See, Obama, mm, I think is... Yeah. What is he now? 50-something? Obama was a little bit more trendy, while Trump was kind of like that racist uncle you have. Yeah. He is, isn't he? He definitely is. Um, And he's... Wow. So what? He's like 75, did you say? I think. So he actually looks good for his age, right? 
Like I, I always thought he must have been like forty or fifty and just Crap. looked like absolute no, shit. Uh, like someone yeah. even made jokes about now that with the virus, he won't be able to get his bleach, so we'll actually see his true colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I color do you think his hair like is? He was really gray. He should be gray. Like, yeah, I've, I've got a few gray hairs, and well, I'm 26. He should be. His whole head should be gray. He's yeah, oh, yeah, or white. white? Yeah. I don't know. How do we? Is is white more dignified? If your hair is just yeah, all not pure white or blonde or wig? Yeah, this weird. I don't know why he's chosen that as a as a look. I know. No, what gets me is the fake tan. <laughs> like literally, it's just around yeah. his face, and then he's got these pale ears. Like you can see, you can. See oh, it's so, a hat it, job. Yeah, I mean, like. Imagine who does that as well. Like, is there someone in the country who who is just Donald Trump's yeah. fake tan guy, or Mr. or does he do it himself? Do your ears. Doing... That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's totally fine. Don't worry. I don't. I don't need tan on my ears. That's I'll fine. get that naturally. <laughs> that's <laughs> just <laughs> just staring at himself Trump, in the look, mirror, looking look his so looks like irresistible. It's fine. I look, look perfect so good. already. Nobody looks as good as me. <laughs> so funny. Uh, well, also talking about comedy, just to tell the one listener we have, it's probably my mother. Yes. That, so Josh and I were planning on going to Edinburgh this year, but I think it's going to get cancelled. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. I mean, I. yeah, we, because we've got some other stuff that was meant to be happening in May. And that's definitely yeah. We were going to see Gary Vaynerchuk. I know I've mentioned him a few times. He's like the guru of social media marketing. Oh, uh, he's 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 the best. Just in terms of uh, just a character so to um, so passionate, so like sure of himself about literally everything. So high, well, his voice is first so time high. I heard Gary as well. Vaynerchuk was on a audiobook. Someone recommended like his Crush It book. And I never forget, he's like, right. yeah. so it's 2009. So he's talking about like MySpace and Bebo and stuff. And he's like, but the number one way you need to advertise if you're a small business is you've got to run <laughs> MySpace ads. That's the way. Just everything is, everything's so heightened with him. Everything's like the number yeah. one. The number one reason you, you gotta do this. You gotta. Gary V. Yeah, so we so he's probably going to cancel yeah, in uh, in May. Definitely so that's will. definitely. But um, but August. I mean, because they're talking. The, so the most recent thing with us is that they they gave us twelve weeks. Uh, Boris Johnson in a conference said he thinks it's probably going to be twelve weeks, three months. Um, like, yeah. So that's that's kind of what we're looking at, and that puts us in like June. But um, I I don't know, like I don't I don't well, I don't I think they're going to do even rehearsing like like because like, well, we're not obviously gigging at the moment. So well, this is it. Yeah, if they did do, if they did just say like right, Edinburgh's on, and everyone had like a month to get their get their shit together. Like everyone's been doing solo shows in their kitchen for yeah, the past four months like, yeah no one would have any idea what no. was funny or um 
like that would or that I would be a fun Edinburgh to go to. But like I've been in my house for three months. I want to get back to work. I want to make some money. No one's gonna have any money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's well. Nobody, that's another. Thing. Nobody it's has like, money in the fringe anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> apart from the people that organise it, I feel sorry yeah. for them actually because uh, <laughs> it's probably it's probably like the one thing that they do all year. And and uh, I bet yeah, I, I bet all the Edinburgh locals will be like, "Oh, thank God, no, we've got a nice August for ourselves." Yeah, <laughs> these fucking. <laughs> Bloody stand-up comedians coming over, destroying our great city for a month. All these bringing really shit off West End fringe shows about, you know, this and that and having a unique view on on the politics and all these drama students trying to be artistic and get noticed. It's a yeah, pain I, I mean, in the, if the ass. shows were bloody good, I'd see a few. Yeah, but they're all oh, shite. Shit, Every single one. That's why they're at the yeah. fringe. They couldn't get a theatre in London. Doing a bloody stand-up show in the middle of a pub. Yeah, in a cellar. I think the worst venue I saw at the fringe maybe about four years ago was a fella I knew he was doing... It wasn't a great show either. He was doing an hour, and it was right above a salsa class. But the salsa class... Oh. No, it was like a salsa studio, but the salsa class was happening during his hour. So he'd be trying oh. to get out his material, and all he'd hear is like, dun 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 Oh my god! So that was just the undercurrent of his entire his entire set. Well, I mean, if you knew that in advance, you could maybe try and yeah. do something. That's <laughs> that it. Anything for the listeners. So some, well, a lot of comedians will apply for the free fringe, and the free fringe will yes. you'll apply. You'll say, okay, I want to do this date, this time. Zero grand. They can throw you anywhere. Like you could literally be in the back of a pub. Yeah, yeah. Or um, there's, I I mean, I saw one that was in the back of a truck. Really? Yeah, it was like, um, I can't remember what it was. It was, I, it, I, I think it was like part comedy, part psychic readings right, or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, there were like 12 people at a time and you just got in the back of this truck. And then this guy got in and was like, well, hey, well, welcome to my show. I know Edinburgh and, um, is just so raw. Yeah, they're just they're just desperate for space there. Desperate for attention. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so much, so much of that going on. So much of that, which is which is mainly why I yeah, want to go there because I, I would I would like. Why some do you think I do stand up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would, I just want to stand up. I just want five minutes where I'm allowed to be the center exactly. of attention and say what i've prepared i need validation i i i, I know you do i know you well, do i think i set um, up a podcast um, i need people to tell me that i have value well you you've 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 done an excellent job so far i've listened to two two of the episodes that's good uh, that um 
which at the time of this conversation is all of the ones yeah. that are out. Um, yeah, no, big fan, you know big weird? fan. Because um, I've got analytics and I can see who's listening. I can't see who's listening, but I can see where. Um, we've had a few listeners yeah. from old Virginia. Fr- from old, old Virginia? Not old Virginia, but Virginia. In America. In, in America. What? <laughs> that is bizarre. Do you think they, they must have typed something in in the search bar and just saw Face. your crazy face i think they were like just... turn on the irish boy <laughs> we like the irish boy he doesn't know what is to- he, he ain't too clever <laughs> we like to listen to him he makes us feel smart <laughs> it's like to them it's like watching biggest loser or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. turn on the funny the, the dumb yeah, irish turn on that again. boy can barely speak <laughs> he can barely speak. He, the one, the one the, who's not happy with his day job. That yeah. one. Uh, the one. <laughs> How in God's name did he get stranded? Who gave him a microphone? <laughs> How? Do, I, well, I don't. I don't get why he's got a. How he's got a girlfriend? She must be blind. She must be blind, or that face must be oh, changeable, or she, something. Yeah. Uh, so I've got I've got a fan base in Virginia at the moment. That is that's that's crazy. We should um well you should you should you should just lean into Actually, that. Actually, I was say if if I ever guys in Virginia, if you were listening to this now, message me. I want to know who you are. I want to come in. Maybe you can like I'll employ you to spread the word of Jack. Well, like I, I was, I didn't realize that your end goal was a cult. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? Well, just get more fans, and well, you know, have it's nice to have the I option. Would lo- I would love of, to go to Virginia to to like do a podcast and interview the locals. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan yeah. of their music. You know, I'm, I even like the West of America. That kind of um. Yeah, that's not Virginia, though. Sorry? Is it? That's not. The the west of America is not no, Virginia. No, what's the... You might want to get the geography correct. Don't worry, I'll cut this out. And they, again, now the okay. Virginia people are like, this boy doesn't even know where Virginia is. <laughs> he is. He is as dumb as a stick in the mud. <laughs> um. Okay. Right. I'd like to go to like Tennessee and Mississippi because I'm really into that oh, music. Yeah. yeah. The whole. Um. I mean, Appalachian music the the kind of like mountain music that kind of version of bluegrass is i've always yeah. loved that type of music it's with the fiddles and yeah. banjos oh, you, i'll bring you oh we can both go together yeah yeah take, take me along and we'll, we'll both we'll both accidentally insult the populace <laughs> with our lack of understanding of they, geography they, and so they open norms. up welcome arms and by the end we're like thrown out of town we have to <laughs> run with the guitars and your fiddle don't yeah. ever come back now with, um, Chasing after us with shotguns and pickup trucks. Yeah, so um, that's a that's a project for maybe a few years down the line. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Church of Jack Jack McKenna. I don't want a cult. I just you know want more following. Well, it sounds like, followers it sounds like you want the cult. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> that is that's all I want in life. Again, it's back to the validation. Yeah, well- Yes, just you just want a series of people to tell you nice things on a repeated basis, and that will that will keep you happy. So, 
now that you're stuck in the old house, are you watching anything cool at the moment? Or um, well, this right. So this is a bit of a kind of um, uh, kind of like a guilty pleasure, I guess. Uh, is that we we have uh, we're currently on our fourth run through the the Gilmore Girls. Okay, I don't know we, the Gilmore Girls. Uh, it's it's good. It's I mean, it's a really good series, but um, it's the fact that we're watching it for like the third 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 time. Um, just because we do watch other stuff, but then you know you always want the thing that you always want the familiar thing yeah. if you're like. Just, having it on in the background like, or like stuff like that. I was like rewatching like, Black Mirror last night because I feel like I'm in an episode. So just uh... Yeah. Yeah, I mean I mean I mean was so Gilmore Girls is is not quite as stressful <laughs> as Black Mirror. No way. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's um it's kind of about a, a mum and a single mum and her daughter and um they live in this small town in America and it's all very cute and very kind of um wholesome and stuff and but uh but there's there's always, there's always kind of love triangles happening and, oh. and they uh, and they're sort of like they're not the the mum is estranged from her parents and so there's some some kind of like drama that happens but it's all it's all quite nice and wholesome and you know no one dies no one gets killed it's quite realistic or, then it's sorry quite realistic well, yeah, it's almost yeah, it's realistic and and it's kind of like the the whole niceness of it is kind of judged up a bit. Everything everything looks very kind of cute and um, you know, sort of ideal. What would you rate it out of ten for the viewers? Ooh. Would you recommend it? Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd say like if you've if you've watched Friends and you've kind of like binged that to death, Gilmore Girls is like it it kind of will make you feel the same inside. Is that okay, kind of like right, a, yeah. kind of joke after joke, but except it's, it's a little bit more of a drama and less of a sitcom. So it, so it does have kind of stories to it, um, but it, it will teach you about what it means to be a 16 year old girl growing up and, um, and, you know, and, and <laughs> what it's like for two women. And th- this is why it's, this is why I say it's like a guilty thing because I absolutely love it, but it, it, it literally is just like the girliest thing ever. That's fine. Well, your, your girlfriend's very, I think again, back to the boys being men, we, if we're with a girl, we'll happily watch anything, you know, cause we'll say, Oh, the, the missus wanted to watch. Love actually yeah. again. Oh, yeah, and and we can and we we don't have to admit the fact that we actually quite like it deep yeah. down. While my girlfriend's not like that at all, she watches serial killers and thrillers. She loves anything about a serial killer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, I I feel like that kind of stuff is. Um, I mean, we are living through quite a stressful time right now, and. Um, I, I kind of, I definitely wouldn't feel the need to watch anything that kind of traumatic. I think <laughs> you I mean, want some escapism. Yeah, some kind of like you know a Disney, like a like a Pixar movie or something. That's that's yeah, more well, kind we're, of. We're my... watching like Ted Bundy. Oh yeah. wow! Okay. <laughs> right, actually, yeah. that film is really good. The Zac Efron one. What's it called? The um, extremely vile, shocking, and evil. 
I think it's right. a lot wrong. Yeah. But uh, it's the only film that I felt like I murdered the people. So when, he, oh. when he's in court, I was like, <sighs> I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't do it. Oh wow! Yeah. So, you, so you feel like you were complicit in the actions of the main character? Yeah, it, it really, really the way that they directed and they wrote it in the storytelling. It's all very because the way Ted is is Ted when he gets caught, he's so like, I didn't do it. I've been framed. No, you're trying to frame me. Zac Efron is brilliant. So you actually right. get caught up in his stories, and you're like, he he didn't do it. Oh, okay. So you don't actually. Sorry, I thought that you. I thought you were saying that you follow him through the murders, but you kind of want the murders to happen. No, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Other, other direction. Other direction. Uh, right. You, you, you don't. You don't really see the murders. No, you don't see them. And all of a sudden, he just kind of gets arrested, and you're like, "Oh, that's strange." Ted wouldn't hurt a fly. Oh, I get it now. Okay, yeah. So it's it's kind of like the uh, it's like the 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 Kafka esque um, like framed stuck in a system that like of accused of something exactly. that you didn't do, and then it kind of unravels, and you 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 your idea of reality gets challenged. It's as actually you, as you the story's told through his girlfriend, so he gets arrested, and then all of a sudden he's charged with murder and you're like, whoa, that's really extreme. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, another murder and then another murder. And you're like, ah, he couldn't have done all those. And yeah, I highly recommend that. If you're, if you're in more of a serial killer, thriller, drama mood. Right. Check that out. Okay. I gave that five stars. That is brilliant. Brilliant film. Great. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty high recommendation. I'll put it on my list of like, Maybe <laughs> when when the girlfriend's not in the mood for a bit of Pixar, go. Oh, actually, I've got a got a film you might like. Yeah, you've been looking a bit kind of emotionally stable recently. Was wondering if maybe you'd want to traumatize yourself. That's you. <laughs> that's you playing the violin. The Badly. <laughs> yeah. Right, man. We are. I think we're going to finish up in the next three. Is there anything you want to say to the listener? Um, that one guy. So, okay, the one guy sitting at home in 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 Virginia. Um, <laughs> to that great. family. Yeah, I I think basically keep listening to this podcast. Uh, Jack McKenna is a very very good friend of mine. Very funny man. Uh, he tends to start things and be really really bad at them. Yeah, and then yeah, slowly I... slowly get better um over time and i i think i think uh you're really going to see that happening with this podcast i've had that like my whole in school i was terrible at everything sport school you know i didn't even have looks going for me i was an ugly duckling you uh wow yeah so you you had nothing going nothing. for you nothing and i it's only now at the age of 26 that i kind of now are getting good at things yeah, well, I'd say you're. I'd say you're definitely good at stand up. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I've heard you playing the guitar before. You're good at that. Yes, yeah, slowly coming on. Yeah, good at kickboxing before you moved away as well. Yeah. You know, you do. You 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 definitely. The thing about you is like you start out. I mean, we all start out shit, but lots of people can't take it because they just want to be good straight away. Well, I'm used to it. I'm used to being crap. 
Yeah, yeah. You push through the the absolute ineptitude and the uh, yeah. You just embrace the fact that you're shit. <laughs> and you, but you, but then you you start making progress and and uh, yeah, dude. The podcast, the episode two already like fifty percent better than episode one. That's good. Um, I mean, the first episode was just me going. This is my life story. Yeah, I mean, I love them both anyway. Um, but uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, to listening to more of this and uh, and seeing where it goes. Well, hopefully, so, the next time we have you on, we'll be face to face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Now that might not be for another few months, but yeah, we'll definitely have you on. This this has gone so quick. Yeah, it actually has. I'm just... Right. Right. So keep safe. Yes, and you. I was going to say keep sane, but you don't have a, any control of that. Nah, nah. All right. I'll, 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 just, I'll just monitor the sanity as it slowly leaves my body. And say hello to the girlfriend for me. Yes. Yeah, will do. All right, Jack. Thank All you right. for having the podcast, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you soon, man. Take care. Bye. bye, bye. bye. And that is it for our conversation with Josh. Uh, if you want to give Josh a follow on Instagram, his name is the best. It's basically Josh underscore Garwood. That is the simplest, simplest Instagram name I've ever heard. Uh, there must be not many Josh Garwoods out there. So thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far, uh, especially if you're from Virginia. <laughs> if you are, please, please, please message me. This is brilliant. I want to meet you. I want to hear... I love the accent as well. I think it's brilliant. So thank you very much, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, share it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, tell the girls on Tinder. If you didn't, send it to your enemies or your boss and say, listen to this. You never know. They could like it. And we will see you soon. Arthur much.